0: Hello, baby. Well, I think that's enough, Sloppy Toppy, for MJ to edit around. <laughs> we doing Sloppy Toppy this episode? <laughs> Hell, dude, when when are we not get, when are we not getting sloppy time? Man, I guess saying? I didn't
1: look at the I didn't look at the outline. Is this po- is is a podcast should... like what how is podcast like Uh, like are they are they are they giving it to me for free?
0: They should absolutely give I mean, you know, when I'm president The podcast actually, society. Yeah. They they when I'm president, I am going to give everyone sloppy talk. <laughs> And that's and that's my promise as president. Yeah, every, uh, every, let me be clear. <laughs> let me be clear. Everyone will be getting sloppy toppy. You know, I, I'm I'm waiting for the day when someone goes like, "Folks, you know, a after...
1: toppy is the most sloppy."
0: <laughs> so does my does my uh, does my weird like southern thing in the beginning make it uh, like? Is that my Biden impression? That's your Biden. That's your... he. I'm Joe Biden over huh? here. I'm Joe Biden. This here's the wildest ride I'm in the wilderness. Al- I'm
1: Joe Biden from
0: Alabama. My name is Gus Chickens. If Joe, B- Chiggins.
1: <laughs> if Joe Biden was from Alabama, yeah. he'd be the most uh undefeatable politician yet. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, Get that southern man- vote.
0: <laughs> That's true. Yeah. He'd, he'd be the one to unite every every state in one color. So uh, folk- <laughs> is what I'm saying. That's right. <laughs> I, uh, you know, I was going to say, you know, I'm waiting for the day that we record an episode like this and then, um, we, <laughs> someone goes, you know what I like about you guys? You guys are like, you guys are, are straightforward talkers, which, you know, doesn't, it, it's never happening, but I'd be like, oh man, uh, just wait till they hear my episode about sloppy toppy, you know? Yeah.
1: With the Joe, with the Joe Biden. Um, I'm riding with Biden if he's given sloppy toppy.
0: Hell yeah, dude. Talk about the white, yeah. the white house. More like white. <laughs> <laughs> more like, cause <laughs> Because cum is kind of Yeah, I get, white. I, I get what you're doing. I get what you're doing with this. Yeah, kind of Yeah, it's like, I mean, it depends what you're... Actually, does it change color depending on what think you're so. eating and you're, you're, th-
1: you're thinking of, like, Super Mario Sunshine, like, Yoshi.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. You're right. You're right. Yeah. That is what I'm talking about. I think it's, like, no, it's more like piss. It's more like piss. Yeah, piss changes color. You piss every time I piss, it's a new color. It's it's like kind of fun. Imagine, imagine like there. I mean, I'm sure there isn't, but I'm, there could yeah. be. But a kid who thought that uh, come is just pee, like the guys like yeah, I come like I come like five times a day. Feels so good. Yeah, it feels it feels great. Yeah. Um God, I don't know how to transition out of this one. This is awful. no, we can't. can't. This is no, the. You, this is how it's You kind
1: of. I mean, you locked yourself into this with the. <laughs> With this is why the topi I
0: didn't uh I didn't make the improv team. Uh and this is <laughs> Well no because why.
1: The, you didn't make the improv team because you broke the number 1 rule.
0: <laughs> yes and <laughs> yeah, don't say no. Yeah. You know? Um anyway guys, welcome. Welcome to Sound Direction, a menswear podcast without the stuffiness. I am Ethan M Wong. I'm Spencer DSO. And MJ is our our good and faithful producer. What's that from? Good and faithful uh good faithful servant yeah that, that makes sense my good and yeah. faithful servant no that's like a movie or something where the guys like this is my
1: i don't know it probably came i think that faithful. they were probably quoting the bible first because that's I, well, I, I hate i hate how often we talk about religion <laughs> on this show but that is a bible verse
0: i mean technically isn't isn't everything quoting the bible because you know morality I mean, that doesn't was, exist that was, outside of religion is what is the what Bible I'm was
1: the first book written in English and so every every time you speak English you're technically quoting the Bible and that's a fact Jack Jack who uh, Jack uh uh, uh Cruz <laughs>
0: Jack, Jack Cruz yeah it's Tom Cruise's brother <laughs> what does he sound like Hey I'm Jack Cruz he sounds exactly the same did you see uh before we, i mean i, I hate that uh, we're going back into it but speaking yeah. of religion i i saw a video of um like like dave is it uh who who's the creepy director guy not like not super creepy but he's like white everyone loves this guy kind of has like a nasally voice um, he's like oh. i came thinking it's not are you is, i don't know spike jones he has a nasally no, voice. no no not 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 him no like okay. the one who i'm thinking of david byrne but that's the singer not the guy like uh what's his yeah name? He's like the seventy. He did like Twin Peaks. What the hell's that guy's oh, name? Oh, David Lynch. David Lynch. Mm-hmm. Okay, David. Byrne. I mean, that's the same number of letters. Um, but David Lynch was like, give it up for Jerry Seinfeld, and I'm like, what the hell is this? And it's uh, it's transcendental meditation meeting, and it's Jerry Seinfeld, and I, I don't know how I just found that video finally, but that's like great. it just came on my feed. That's pretty. Um, great. yeah. Speaking of religion, right there. Um, yeah. TM. <laughs> You think they got like a like a trademark for it? Like, hey, we're gonna TM TM. I bet that's exactly what they said when they invented transcendental Med- meditation. Transcendental magic,
1: magic That's
0: uh, that's that's what I like to hear. I love hearing about magic. Which yeah, me is why too. I'm watching winning time. Uh, I mean, that's why, that's why. That's <laughs> why I'm watching
1: that. the the secrets of Dumbledore.
0: Oh, that's right. Which you'll hear this. month. Oh, no, Uh, it'll no, It'll have already come out by the time this comes out. So, yeah, the problem with the problem with with the
1: fact that we record these so far in advance, we can never make topical references because then it's it's like The Simpsons where it takes like it it takes a year to come out. So by the time we make jokes about Tiger King, Tiger King 2 is is already is already out there and everybody's talking about that now. Yeah, everybody's talking about. Want, I don't Tiger want to K-T.
0: miss out. I, I, you know, I, I, I have to watch these things as they come out. Exactly. Um, you think we're gonna have a book called "The Philosophy of Sound Direction"? I mean, kind of I what think... the, that's kind of what the blog is, technically. Uh, yeah, but, we're gonna you know. have a book called "The Philosophy
1: of Style Direction," written by a bunch of like community college philosophy professors.
0: Yeah. Um, and it's gonna be very good. I mean, didn't we 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 technically predicted um. Space Jam, too. So, you know, we, that's we gotta, right. We gotta, we, keep, we gotta keep doing we, that.
1: That's right. Bob, just to remind everyone, we created an evil villain named Algorithm. um I think it, <laughs> yeah, I, right. ours was Algo Rhythm, but then the movie came out and it was algae Rhythm. So we that's were so right. close.
0: <laughs> yeah. So just wait till see what else we could do, just like the Simpsons. Yeah. um Anyway, guys, we're gonna talk about Men's now. now. Um, and today we're talking about the double breasted jacket, the DB that's right for the db for some st sloppy toppy <laughs> uh and you can only i mean this jacket kind of like fucks kind of it's yeah, like it kind it's of like it's, i mean if the jacket so if the jacket could does that make the sbs kind of like a, a cuck i mean it kind of does right because this i this, guess it kind of does it's or just it's the like, jason clark of <laughs> okay. it's, the, it's the jason clark of jackets
1: just in every role <laughs>
0: um but yeah no i okay so first off i just want to say like i think the db is like what got me into menswear yeah like i mean it's
1: it's so good it's like very i don't know just looking at it it's like so like uh it's it's obviously something like kind of elegant and fancy like uh, even like in I don't know it's just one of those things where are just in the cultural consciousness and like, you know, like cartoons or whatever, if you want to have a fancy character, if you draw them in like a double breasted suit, like everyone gets it like fucking four year olds understand.
0: <laughs> and you could quote us on that. one. Yeah, exactly yeah I so walk into a kindergarten and they're like wow sir you're so dapper you look exactly. you look better than this guy wearing a single breasted jacket he's like the Jason Clark <laughs> <laughs> and they're like yeah you know Jason Clark he got cucked
1: in Gatsby he got what other movie did he get cucked in that's the only, I know he's got uh,
0: uh the one about the serenity now yeah he got cucked in serenity yeah um, and that's two that's it has to it only well technically it has to happen to you once for it to be for you to he, get cucked yeah there's there's got
1: to be more things i don't know maybe and, and and if you ask me there should be there, <laughs> there should, should be more jason clark more. check your email we we send you <laughs> we send you a couple scripts
0: and it all involves you uh, walking in and and seeing your wife or whoever whoever the the, yeah. the character you're, you're playing play, you're well you're playing yourself in this and i'm i'm doing your partner yeah exactly uh, yeah. it's and yeah, we're playing ourselves. Your wife is speaking, playing herself. Speaking of Jason Clark though, um, there is a video. We're getting off uh, topic a lot. <laughs> well, no, no, no is, yeah. I'll bring it back to menswear. Okay. Uh, he, he, he did get an Anglo-Italian. Uh, oh, that's right. Tuxedo. Remember? Yeah. He's on, it's like a, uh, like he's on like the red carpet too. I think promotes serenity. I think, I think. Oh man. <laughs> and he, they're like, oh, yeah, he's like, Oh yeah. Oh, what do you He's like, Oh, I'm wearing, Um, he's Australian. Oh, I'm wearing this, uh, I'm making him New Zealand, this uh, tuxedo. <laughs> and, um, some of these guys called Anglo Italian. Yeah, I'm making it, I'm making it way too New Zealand. Yeah. And he that's goes, like, hey. Right there. <laughs> Yeah. Hey man. Um, but yeah, you know, the little, little secret menswear guy right there. You know, he's wearing he also mm-hmm. wore opera pumps with that tuxedo. If you guys check it out, it's Whoa. on the Anglo-Italian Instagram. Uh, but the DB, I mean hey, we'll talk about Anglo-Italian also. Um, but the D B is like, yeah, it's such a great jacket. So if you don't know what we're talking about, fucking open a book and then make sure it's yeah, a picture any book. book that says <laughs> 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 Well make sure it's a picture book so you can see it. Um but it says it's a, it's like it's got overlapping closure That's basically what it means double breasted mm-hmm. you know it folds in on itself there's two rows of buttons usually there's you know it can either be three i mean there's there's a lot of variations there could be like four of them three just, rows as long two as the, or even it, one
1: yeah as long as the fabric overlaps you can do whatever you want over there
0: yeah if you wear it you have you have uh, political immunity <laughs> you have political uh, immunity it's want. like
1: being on the high seas
0: yeah being a pirate it's the pirates it's the pirate of uh, of jackets exactly um, and pirates
1: wore these if we'll get I'm... into the naval history of them
0: <laughs> exactly yeah um uh, but yeah so and there's usually those so the buttons because it's, there's two rows there's uh it feels the reason why it feels fancy to me sometimes is cause it's because it's more like decorative elements mm-hmm. to it obviously like you have like i mean you could i've seen it there's like the double breasted where it's just the fastening button, so then you have, like, nothing on the other side, which is see a lot that of, some, looks like, designer weird. stuff. I mean, hey, you don't knock until you try it. I mean, Man, I God. won't try it, so I'm not knocking it. Yeah. Um, but I think but... the charm
1: of the double-breasted jacket is the kind of, like, fussy extra buttons, which, I'll, I mean, if you, if that's the, the, you know, we talk about how, like, five-year-olds can look at a double-breasted jacket and say, oh, that's fancy, but yeah. I will say, a lot of guys get, I mean, if you talk to any guy who doesn't wear a suit and explain to them buttoning rules, like, People get mad about that, and I don't know why. But like, people get like legit upset, and I've seen people get like really mad. It's like, why the fuck are these two buttons here on this double-breasted jacket if you don't even do anything? It's like there's no corresponding buttonhole. uh I don't don't go. I don't. Yeah, it's it's always a baffling response when people get like mad about this. But
0: men's wear guys get mad. I mean, they're not they're not even men's guys. They're just like regular dudes, regular non men's guys nms yeah um yeah Mondals. no it's <laughs> no match actually yeah, NMs. yeah there you go <laughs> bring it back to fantastic beasts um and where to find them um but yeah no this is it's yeah i like the feisty stuff but you have like the interior button too mm-hmm. so that way the uh the the one that's being overlapped doesn't collapse you know what i mean yeah it's, you know i mean some people don't do it. I, I remember one time i it's one of those things where i you know mentor media is okay but sometimes mainstream media is like kind of dumb, where it's like, like there's like a GQ recent one, which like, N- 2022 is the best time ever to embrace a Canadian tuxedo, and I'm like, okay, like we've been doing this forever, yeah. And I saw one which like the 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 thing to do was to only fasten the inside one. I'm like, that's stupid. I'm sorry, that is like, that's... dumb.
1: That is really dumb. I've seen people do be like doing that recently though, and I don't get it.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's weird. I don't. I mean, I'm I'm like waiting to see it come on like on my TikTok to have well, some because. I i don't know like, i feel yeah. like that's not if if you do that you're that's not why
1: would you wear a double-breasted jacket like i don't know again like the point of the double-breasted jacket is you either wear it open and you get that like really cool like effect of the wide lapels the kind of like you know the the i don't know how do you how do you describe it the jacket that's kind of like folding in and on itself <laughs> creating a yeah a mountain like tectonic plates um (laughs) okay and then uh or when you have it double when you have it like buttoned up then you get the waist suppression you get like the nice like angles you get the the lapel line yeah usually usually goes
0: with like wide lapels right yeah and then if if you
1: but if you just have the the inside one done you don't get any of that like it's just awkward
0: yeah it's really weird i mean again you know we talk about having like no no context fashion and maybe, n- maybe too much no context is a bad thing. We're still, mm-hmm. we'll, we're still the centrists on this one. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's like, I mean, there's just something about this jacket, and it's been around forever, right? There's a naval history, you mm-hmm. know, it's, it's, I, I, don't, I, I wrote down naval history. I don't really know the actual history of it. So you guys can, I look mean, gentleman because that video or something. Yeah. It, it's uh, like, <laughs>
1: you could, I mean, you could see, like, yeah, I mean, this is maybe like more for the like navy blazer, but yeah, you could yeah, see. Yeah. We
0: talked about it there. Um, it's, the like the brass buttons and like the 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 embroidery on like the sleeves and everything but i mean like double closure
1: uh, like jackets have been a thing for like a really long time like i made a joke about pirates earlier but i'm pretty sure if you google like illustrations of pirates like you'll find someone wearing like a short you know double-breasted jacket or something maybe it has like a weird collar or whatever but oh yeah i mean like
0: you think like 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 early like what's pre-edward like 18th
1: century stuff
0: yeah cuz like, like it closes up here then has like the tail and the back kind mm-hmm. of a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean it's always it's always looked cool to me. You uh-huh. know what I mean? Like I think Marius, I think in some in some iterations of like of uh lame is has like a double-breasted like coat or whatever i mean yeah and then like something that i think is like i want to see
1: like an avant-garde designer kind of take something like this like you know not do the weird just like inside buttons or no buttons but like the really old like military uniforms where it's like a double-breasted but it like buttons all the way up to like the shoulder you know yeah um and so you see that on like really old naval jackets or like you know i don't know i think like world war one like officers uniforms and stuff like that um yeah and it's not something that you it's it's definitely something like a lot more dramatic but i think that cut is
0: is really cool it's yeah it's you know i mean technically the db kind of comes off as like a weird designer like even though it's like it's still old Mm -hmm. um it still comes off a bit designery which is kind of why i like it like it's just so not to say okay not to say that like oh i like it because no one else wears it but there's just something about these details that kind of make it feel like more than like a workhorse and not that you Mm. can't wear this as a workhorse we'll get into that later but the db it 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 does feel extra it does feel maybe more formal maybe more elegant maybe because it's not the default choice exactly yeah Um, and I've always, I've like, always kind of been into it. It always comes off a bit rare because you don't see it like at H and M, you know. I know J.Crew's mm-hmm. had like a version of it. Every like comes out every couple of years or so, you know. But typically, you don't see DBs very often out in the wild. I'm not sure exactly where that is. I mean, the the big answer is like it just wasn't fashionable. Like after the 90s, you know, you just guys really weren't wearing suits as much. Therefore, you didn't really need a DB. That mm-hmm. probably contributes to how like even in like, you know in like movies like the firm which we talked about in in um in the bonus episode which is like 1989 or so, like early 90s or something like that like even tom cruise the main guy wears like an sb suit but like his like superiors and like the other the bad guys are like wearing like dbs and um there's always been this i mean i i think even if it's not stated out right like the db kind of just represents something mm-hmm. um you know again it, it separates like you know it separates characters from each other you know i mean even in even in gatsby like uh meyer wolfsheim where the db compared to that's like right. all the sb stuff and, and tom also tom like, anyone with the anyone worst who's double-breasted kind of suit of all time <laughs> yeah that's right and then uh, i remember even in gangster squad which we talked about in our episode like three years ago but uh i was reading in the costuming thing where they all the cops wear single-breasted suits and mm-hmm. all the bad guys wear DBs. And then Ryan Gosling, who is, like, apathetic, wears a DB for his couple of scenes until he joins a gangster squad after the fucking shoeshine kid gets killed. That's right. And then he, then he starts wearing single-breasted, like... like uh, and he's, it's not even suits, right? Like, they're wearing, like... Like, the, the gangster squad wear, like, coats. separates. Yeah. yeah, and then yeah. The, the gangsters wear the DBs. And so, for me, as someone who was always picking stuff, um, picking um, the stuff up, like details wise i'm like well db's are where it's at because it was always characters that you just like it's like rare you just couldn't mm-hmm. like you like them and but you can't do it because it just wasn't anywhere and i mean the and other so thing that's with, why i
1: like it the other thing with the db is like i think that kind of like sets it apart is it's a lot harder to get like the fit right compared to uh just that's a single true. breasted jacket so it's like it's either something, you know, it's something that you have to put like more, you know, consideration into when, when like buying it or getting it tailored or if you fancy getting it made. Um, but I think that contributes to it too, and maybe one of the reasons why you don't see it a whole lot at like just regular off the rack cheapo, you know, H and M whatever mall stores.
0: Yeah, it's because it's. I mean, not not to make it seem like people can't get into it, because I think everyone can wear it, but. Mm-hmm. You do have to take more stuff into consideration. Like I think a longer, like you can get away with a longer single-breasted jacket because that's kind of cool, right? But with a DB, because it's it's squared, it's a uh, got squared mm. off quarters, and it covers up
1: so much of you, like so much more.
0: Yeah, it kind of it makes it a little bit tricky, um, and it makes it hard to buy like DBs online if you can't mm. try it on. Like I I try to not do that unless I've like worn something similar, uh, or if I can like ask the guy to like measure it a lot. But uh, but yeah, it is it is a bit harder there um, and it's just you know, but I feel like that makes it worth it like when yeah. you find the right one it's like so it's just so good no exactly and and to, you know to go back to what I was saying about how I got into mentor with it like when you look back in history, the only time you really see a lot of guys just wear it are the 30s and 40s like that was so defining for me because I'm like, okay, if I can't get it from. Like the stores I I go to, or even like you know, I I guess I wasn't shopping on eBay, and I already knew that I wanted like the wide set buttons. You can see that in our proportion essay about like you know how how wide things have to be. Mm-hmm. Um, I knew that like even thrifting I wouldn't get it because I knew like okay that's not an eighty like that's an eighties. uh Yeah, that's an eighties one, not not the one I wanted. And I remember, um, when I after I watched Gangster Squad, I was like trying to find the SBS, and I i went to Men's menswear no joss a bank i went to joss a huh. bank and they had only one db and it was for a seersucker thing and it's one of those things where it's unfortunate where maybe like even for Crew, like they didn't have like a like a a plain db like it was mm-hmm. always like a weird fabric not a like weird, a- like not a weird weird but like it was always like they play into the dandiness of it mm-hmm. and i think which you was had like China.
1: one like d- navy just plain navy but that was it
0: yeah, I was like in Cotton, I think, or something yeah. like that one time. But yeah, I uh, I knew that I couldn't get what I wanted. And so, you know, I tried, I went to Women's men's warehouse and it was a little unfortunate that most DBs I see, even like at church, like most some guys who in East L.A. who wear DBs, uh, they're kind of more zoot sooty because it's kind of like <laughs> that's what people would normally think of with yeah. you know, with DBs, it's like gangsters and stuff. So I obviously didn't buy the seersucker suit from uh, <laughs> Joss A. Bank but then I started getting into vintage that way because you just saw it more and it looked more like the ones I wanted. Um, there was one I got when I was in the Philippines and I, it was, it was a black wool odd jacket, which is crazy. Cause it's like, why would they just have an odd jacket and like not a yeah. suit or something? And I remember like wearing it to college and this is before I even had a blog. This is when I was still like just posting like really shitty fits on Tumblr. Um, but I remember this this art student guy that I was kind of friends with. And he was kind of like a little, he was a little shit, you know? He was a little, a mm-hmm. little bit critical. Little and he goes, yeah, a little stinker. A little Allen corp for you. <laughs> um, total Allen. I remember talking about like, oh, I love the DB." I was like having this kind of conversation. And my friend Scott was into it. But, my, but that guy, the art student guy was like, well, even if you wear it, it doesn't mean you'll look 40s. Like the mm. cut is completely wrong. The details are wrong. And that has stuck with me. Ever since that conversation. And I'm like, you know what? Fine. I'm going to get the original stuff. And so that's kind of how I was like, you know, okay, if I want to get the one I want and, you know, also not have skinny pants, because for some reason, the DB doesn't work with skinny pants. It doesn't. I, uh, you know, it just looks kind of weird. Um, I had to go to vintage. And so uh, I remember going to the set shop and um, one of the first times and I, I tried on this brown three piece DB. It's like flannel and i remember like it was like 300 it was like 400 bucks and i was like i've never even seen that much money in my life before <laughs> and uh my mom was like well that's why you got to become an accountant slash lawyer because this is like 2013 um and and then you'll be able to afford it and look at me now i got a brown db not in flannel there but in crisp air so well what about you spencer how was your like what do you remember when you were like oh shit the db
1: yeah, because I was like, um, I mean, I was I, I also wanted it for like the vintage connotations because, again, you look at it and it's not something that you see a lot of guys wearing now. But as you said, it's something that you see so much in like old photographs or old movies um, yeah. that it's like, yeah, it's just like immediately like so like, I don't know, vintage looking, uh, which is what got me into it originally. And so I got like a couple, I, I mean, like, I don't know, the... <laughs> it's like it's it's uh i got like a couple like pretty cheap uh like bold era double-breasted suits on ebay um and i bet they would go for a lot more now but i was able to get them for like under a hundred dollars which was great Um, yeah um and then also a couple sport coats like the sport coats were the the, like older ones i don't think i ever had like a full 1930s like double-breasted suit um, but I had a couple 40s or 50s ones, and I had a couple like 30s sport coats. Um, and so I, the ones that I, I mean, yeah, the the one that I really regret not buying, which we can get into in a second, some of the details, is a double-breasted patch pocket one that I saw at Paper Moon once. Yeah. Um, and man, that is that one was good. But um, yeah, I've I've always liked the vintage ones, and I still am pretty picky with double-breasted jackets in terms of proportions, and I, I want, I,
0: I want, like, the Did the really bold style. ones, like, teach you that? Like, they're, they're like, oh, shit, it doesn't fit the way I want it to because of of blank or whatever? Because that's how well, it was for me. Like, when I bought, like, I remember, like, buying, like, a, a 50s DB, and I'm like, oh, this looks good. I bought it, and as a fifties D B, that thing was long and the buttoning mm-hmm. point was so low and I'm like, yeah, this, you know. I mean, it's like
1: I still don't, you know, like, I don't know. Um, I'm the I didn't like the like really, really crazy like shoulders. Yeah, um, I didn't like something else we'll get into is I like I like more like I don't know, structure and like waist suppression on double breasted jackets, which you don't always get with mm-hmm. um with like forties or fifties ones because those are a lot more I don't know, like kind of loose or like t- tube shape sometimes.
0: Yeah. Um.
1: But yeah, it was, it like, I don't know, there's just something about, yeah, ones from like the 1930s or early 40s that are just like the ideal double breasted jacket. Nothing will ever beat that cut.
0: Yeah, because it's like, it's not too long. And I will have pictures mm-hmm. of, of like some of our favorite ones in the, in the, uh, in my essay as well. But like, you know, like it's not too long. The lapels are really good. Like, you yeah. know, not all you know, when we look back, actually, not all of them have like low gorge, but the best ones do. You mm. know, you do sometimes you do have like a very I remember having like one of my um my palm beach suits or DBs has like a like a kind of upturned piece with a yeah. very nice belly compared to like the horizontal one. You know, and that's what I'm saying. Like like for some reason, I mean I'm sure that the SBs were kind of fun to do too, but like the D B just has these like kind of fashion the elements to them you i mean know? i wish it's,
1: it's like a lot more dramatic like i the whenever i wear mine like i don't know you just kind of like feel it like you can see the lapels in your peripheral vision stuff like that it's just <laughs> yeah.
0: like i mean it's what did you say spencer it's like it's it, it's the most like outerwear-esque of Exactly, yeah. Right? Yeah. It, it's like a peacoat, kind of, mm-hmm. right? And and if you're anything like us, aka Theater Kids or Nerds, you would know that the whole... I mean, peacoats are cool because, yeah. you know, it's it was... I mean, I'm sure we all did it before, right? Where, like, when you're a kid, you know... You have a peat coat, you're like, oh, I feel like a gangster. Because all back then, all you know is like it's got big lapels and mm-hmm. like double breasts and stuff. I remember I I remember doing that, and I'm like, hell yeah. But you realize it's not a suit jacket because yeah. with a tie, it's just it's too it's too fussy. There's no breast pocket at all. But it's a it's kind of like that idea of like capturing the the drama of outerwear, but in a suit, which is mm-hmm. really one of the things I, I love about it, you know. And I think I, I I think I went through a phase where like you know when I got into vintage when like when when dressing was like super I guess costumey I, you know for us comparatively to now I loved wearing DBs like I I you know my I have, I bought the Palm Beach one from Benny mm-hmm. you know every time I would there, I try and find that stuff and I tried not I tried not to wear my SBs too much because it felt too normal and then when I got into like Ivy when I started to like you know become older I started to work I wanted to wear this stuff you know to the office or to my internships or whatever i'm like okay well i gotta wear i can't wear dbs because it's a little too much and then now when i have like the freedom again you know less context going out with friends it's like i'm going back to like what made me really happy about vintage about this idea of like you know i can make my own context and with it comes like this db and i feel like that's kind of why most of the times when we go out we are wearing like dbs like me you john as well Mm -hmm. you know andy you know andy's andy wears some of my old uh db jackets and everything and it's just so there's just something about it you know and i think maybe because we like the details when we're able to execute on it it's kind of like a. I mean it's obviously a little bit of a flex but it is really cool it's also practical too right because we like them with patch pockets right like what do you if you could build your your db what would it it look like uh okay well i think i mean it would i would just
1: be going like 1930s like novelty style probably so like double-breasted well that's a given i guess but (laughs) belt, belt deck um yeah i don't know maybe like swelled edges probably triple patch pockets um and i don't know if i wanted to go crazy i would add a pleat or something to those pockets but um yeah like yeah like four four on two uh triple patch pocket with uh with a fancy back
0: that's it yeah i Mm -hmm. mean i i love dbs with patch pockets you know they just feel it's i mean i like patch pockets on everything honestly yeah um but yeah i mean i i love the uh either six on six on two or, or four on two you know mm-hmm. aka do i want decorative buttons or not um i like low gorges um i could take or leave um belt backs but i feel like yeah it's pretty similar it's, it's about like kind of the sportswear aspect of or sportswear details yeah uh, on a db because it's kind of like you know subverting the weird idea that people get that it's more fancy mm-hmm. well, why do you think that is why do you think people like like, why um, do people think it's so formal? Is, it, is I, it, Do you think it's just the peak lapels? I think, yeah, because it's, like,
1: different. And it's, like, yeah, it's, like, a lot more going on. It has peak lapels. Maybe if people have, like, worn one before, they've worn it as, like, a tuxedo or something or, you know, whatever. They've seen it in movies. Um, I think it's, yeah, it's just, like... Like I said, it's not the default. So if you're if you choose it, then ooh, this guy, this guy's got
0: something intentional. Yeah, Yeah,
1: exactly. Did
0: I guess? Were there a lot of DBs in the '70s? I mean, DBs kind of like if we track like their history, right? Like there's a lot there's a lot of it in like I guess the '20s had some like a proto form of it, you know, with the kind of Mm -hmm. sometimes you have like the weird notch ones, right? And then you've got like the '30s and '40s, it was cool, and you kind of lose you lose the DB in like the '60s. Uh, yeah. You do have, like, what the Japanese call the Newport Blazer, which is, like, the 4-on-2 sack version with, like, the the slimmer lapels. And then I don't, I, I kind of feel like you don't really see them in the 70s as much. You I know. feel like
1: you still, I mean, maybe some saw them, like, I don't know, the same amount it of like people You see, like, in background stuff,
0: um, but yeah.
1: Yeah, the same amount of people who wore it in the 70s. Uh, well, probably more because more people wearing suits in general. But same proportion of men wearing suits in the 70s are wearing... Uh, double-breasted jackets i feel like i've seen yeah like you can you can see like some fancy guys or whatever when, oh that's
0: true yeah you know
1: or like I, I can i'm picturing some like like uh big uh pinstripe like double-breasted suits or something yeah um
0: but yeah that's true and then yeah then of course you have it in the 80s and everything yeah mm-hmm. I, I remember always being told like it's super fancy even if i'm not wearing db in the fancy way i mean it's one of those things where people just kind of picked on those details Mm -hmm. and it is kind of tough because i mean it's hard to get people to see like oh no this is a this is a this is a soft db it's got no shoulder pads but then people like look at you mr fancy boy yeah but then again like i it just it just looks so elegant like i remember um there are these two times I remember seeing the uh, the picture of Min Her and Kevin Wang, um, who uh, Min Her was the designer behind Herman, mm-hmm. which he just he just swapped his name there. But they're wearing like these like DBs and like 2013's Jazz Age Lawn Party. And it's like so iconic, like those two Asian guys with like round frames. One of them is like in a straw fedora, mm-hmm. um, you know, back during the damp, the, the dandy days. Um, they look so good. Like that was so iconic to me. And that was like one of the first times I saw like a modern DB um that was like actually good like it wasn't like an 80s thrift kind of a thing and i remember early on like okay well if you want a db it's got to be custom made because they don't like you know they don't make them the way that you want them yeah and which is funny because like before i went to my first dapper day i saw a photo of uh, josh you know uh that guy uh, with his friends and Dylan and all that kind of these guys who are, we would later meet in the vintage scene. And I DM would one of them. This is so weird. Like, you know, some fucking like 15 year old kid DMing these random people. Maybe I wasn't 15. Maybe I was like 17 or 18. Um, but I was like, Hey, like saw your, saw your photo on dapper day. Um, it like it, where did you get that? Like, did you like buy a pattern for suits, which I thought you, I mean, I don't know if you can still do that, but like, that's kind of, you don't do that. Yeah. (laughs) Like it's not like a sweater. (laughs) Um, I was like, Hey, do you, um, did you buy a pattern for this? Like, did you, like how many hours did it take you to make it? And he goes like, Oh, no, this is vintage about for like 150 bucks. And I'm like, vintage it exists. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I can include the photo. Cause I don't, you know, these guys aren't people that we're friends with anymore and you know, whatever, but maybe I'll, I'll blur their faces out or I'll crop it. But like, yeah, like it's just, it was them out. And like, like, it's like a, like a cream pins, a cream DB, probably uh, probably Palm beach or something like that. Uh, a pinstripe one, and like a blue one. And I'm like, damn, this is awesome. And I think even then, like I think even vintage collectors love the DB just for the drama of it. You know, yeah. they, they kind of want to stand out. Exactly. When it. Um, but of course, you know, you don't really have to wear it in that way, right? Like you don't have to wear it with a tie, even though like that's kind of what got me into it. You know, you see like Jimmy Stewart wearing the D B, especially in like Philadelphia story where it's like mm-hmm. the pinstripe D B with like a striped shirt, like a striped tie, you know, one of the iconic ones there. Um but Spencer, how do you like to wear your DB? Because I know that you, you wear yours a lot, kind of. Yeah. When you brought it out, like what, what made you stop wearing it for a little bit? And what made you kind of bring it back?
1: I mean, what made me stop wearing it was mostly that it didn't fit, and then it did fit again. So, <laughs> okay. um, but yeah, the, I like to wear mine. I like to wear mine open because I, I mean, the other thing is they are, as we'll get into later, both true vintage from the 30s. And like I said, one of the things that appeals to me about those jackets. Uh, is that they were cut with like a really suppressed waist, um, mm-hmm. which looks uh, really cool, but also isn't the most comfortable to stand or walk around in uh, all the all right, time. They also
0: didn't have uh, vents. Yeah, no know, vents so either. So yeah. it
1: is kind of it is kind of restrictive. So I like to wear mine open. Like I said, I really like the dramatic effect that you get um, with like an open uh, double-breasted jacket. Just uh, all the buttons, the super wide lapels yeah uh, all that stuff i think is is really good so as we'll get into casual is the way to wear it
0: that's right i mean it was kind of cool to see you know to see people wearing them again with like pity womo you know the armory etc wearing like mm-hmm. ring jacket um of course and of course all of like the bespoke tailors who would go right like the british ones like anderson and Shepard, soft shoulders and the, the like the sharp edward sexton ones and you've got like and you know, then you've got the um the japanese guys you got the italian tailors as well mm. obviously but i think yeah it, there's something about it when it's worn with like a t-shirt or when it's worn casually because it, it does it becomes more like it, like outerwear like casual outerwear like a chore coat like a yeah. chore like a chore blazer is fun and then you got like a you know the db is just kind of you just kind of treat it the same way mm-hmm. you know i uh to, to answer my own question here i well, I guess I did say that I stopped wearing DBs for a little bit, you know, with vintage. And, of course, it's harder to get them modern even now, right? Like, like ring jacket doesn't make too many DBs, at least in an accessible way. Like, like the armory would have. I don't have $1,500 to spend on a single jacket. Yeah. But then now that I'm able to kind of, you know, now that I know what I can wear it with, um, I do like wearing it casually. You know, there's just something about, like, wearing it with, like, a T-shirt, you know, kind of contrasting, like, I mean, or maybe playing into, like, the higher closure of it you know what i mean like with the uh because uh the lapels will overlap and close higher than like a single breasted jacket but then wearing that with like a t-shirt is kind of fun to kind of mimic like the kind of high the high Mm -hmm. neck i would say um no I I, i also don't wear my jackets um the dbs the thing is you don't you don't have to wear it closed all the time exactly
1: um, yeah, yeah, I really, yeah. we, we've talked about this with just like suits and, you know, sport coats in general, but especially with double breasted jackets, it's so cool to see it just worn as like a regular jacket. Um, I mean, I, I really, I want more in my collection, but I don't, I'm, I don't have a lot of money now cause I pay for groceries and rent. Um, but I mean, seeing like, you know, like, like Henrik or whatever on Instagram, uh like he's he's one of the he's he's one of the guys that got me to be like okay yeah you could just wear this like the double-breasted jacket all the time and it's just like it's just a jacket it's just anything else
0: yeah you know his hands are in his pockets you Mm -hmm. know i mean for me some of my iconic guys like not just henrik but um you know like like Ethan newton right wearing his like anderson and uh, his uh his um Adal Kaware stuff that he's, yeah. you know, it kind of looks pretty vintage. Like, yeah, he looks great, but like wearing it with like rayon shirts. Like, oh, it seems very like the Hep Cat stuff, like the jazz mm-hmm. people in like the late 40s, you know, wearing those like open shirts with the DBs. Um, or even, you know, like the Esquire Man stuff is really cool. Esquire mm-hmm. Man has a lot of DBs drawn very well. I mean, again, to me, it's like, I want that figure, but with a softer shoulder. Yeah. You know? But, you know, again, even though I like it casually, and I still probably wear it more often casually than I do formally now, um, just because my contacts is a little bit different. The main guy was always Jake Grantham, man. Hmm. Like he just, you know, I mean, you know, I think for, my, for me, I don't know if I've ever said this before, but like, you know, a lot of guys like Prince Charles, right? The tall, lanky guy wearing suits. Mm-hmm. I don't, you know, the Royals suck and I'm not British at all. But for me, jake grantham kind of fulfills that kind of lanky he's messy-haired british guy royal he, i mean he he also is like the guy who like popularized like pocket i mean at least to me pocket fisting right and that's mm-hmm. and for pocket fisting historically you have two guys you have agnelli right gian agnelli and then you've got the uh, prince charles and so for me it's it's fucking it's jake grantham but he wore it so well you know it was kind of proof that you can wear it without it looking too corporate because i think i was always scared of that right like Again, when you look at it historically, you either look like a gangster or you look like a fucking corporate-ass finance guy, at least from, like, the 80s or 90s. And so I was like, you know, I want to do that, but in my own way. And then take it out and and bring those vibes into casual stuff. So, like, Mm -hmm. now um, I wear it a lot with, like, yeah, T-shirts, open shirts, and, like, jeans. Because I feel like when I wear those things with a sport coat, I feel a little too biz-caz, you know? And I think the DB adds that extra layer of drama that makes it a little bit more interesting, um, more dynamic, and still feels like I'm, I'm, I'm nodding towards something vintage, you know? And it could be now that maybe we just like, oh, we're just doing Miami Vice now. You know, these DBs just open. Um, but I think that there is a vibe. I mean, look at like the Armani stuff, right? Where mm-hmm. you have like those guys like on the beach or what, like those old like black or sepia tone photos of like a guy rolled like the pants are like rolled up it's like on the beach wearing with like a like a t-shirt or a tank top or something with like an overcoat on top of that because that's just how it is in old um old ads um but yeah but what? How else? How else do you like to wear your DB? Or do you ever like talk about uniform stuff? Right? Do you ever, do you ever think that you're pulling the same ideas when you do the DB? Yeah, I do. You kind of do. I, do. You I do, do the
1: same thing. It's just like you could swap out a single-breasted jacket for any of my double-breasted jackets, and it would work the but same. But you choose to do it. But I choose to do it because, yeah, because um, it's just it's just something uh, a little bit a little bit extra, I guess. And it's uh, like I said, it it, it despite. You know, I don't know. I think even though most people would say, oh, this is a more formal jacket, it can look more casual um, yeah. than the single-breasted jacket. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I just like wearing mine with, like, you know, jeans and a work shirt. I would like wearing my sport coat. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, it's like, it's just so easy to throw on. I mean, that's why proportions kind of matter a lot with a DB. Mm-hmm. Like, I think, you know, we talk about a lot about, like, how it, it needs to fit close a little bit like waist suppression but i do think it also needs to fit it has to be a drape to it that makes exactly. it exactly to, to kind of throw on like the kind of yeah. balancing the two like i think that an sb can be kind of shapeless with like the sack jacket which a sack jacket isn't really a shapeless either it's just there's just no darting to it mm-hmm. but um with a db i feel like you know you just get it made bigger with like broader shoulders that way when you wear it overlapped you kind of cheat that effect with like yeah. the waist, i mean i mean there i'm sure you could get like yeah the real drape thing is having like the big chest and you have like the, the sharp dart that goes through the body and gives you the hourglass figure but when you're not doing a bespoke thing the cheating way is to just okay i want the chest this big the waist this a bit smaller and then the mm-hmm. hips even bigger you know to kind of achieve that effect you know yeah um but yeah i i definitely i think i prefer to have my dbs worn a, i mean made a little bit bigger so i can wear it because i even with sps you just don't want anything to be too tight tight Mm -hmm. doesn't really feel comfortable or slouchy to me and a db when it's worn bigger when it's made a little bit bigger has that but you can't get it too long which is why i haven't been one of those guys to like i know that like on tiktok and, and sometimes in our discord guys are like going through buying like old armani you know which is great but i think the issue there is the jackets are just too long and the buttoning point is just too low and i feel like yeah. you you then you play into the drama too much and it comes off a little bit i guess not affected because it's inherent to the garment but it just doesn't come off in the right way which is why i think when you wear it spencer i think it's really cool because you know you're wearing literally like a 30s or 40s mm-hmm. uh, db but like if you didn't say that i wouldn't i wouldn't know you know yeah. what i mean like it just, i mean
1: i think the, my i we're jumping ahead i guess a little bit talking about the ones that we own but the blue one that i have like i that if i could get something replicated like it, it might have to be that because it's a true vintage like double-breasted jacket but with like a natural shoulder like it doesn't have the crazy like bold shoulders that like most of them do um yeah which is which is so great but yeah
0: yeah, and, and you wear it all the time, you wear it with, like, the jeans, you wear it with, like, the military mm-hmm. chinos and everything like that. Do you – here's something I thought of. Do you f- like to wear, like, bolder shirts with your DBs? Because I know I do that because I feel like it closes it. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay. it's like I, I like like the it idea. Kind of calms I'm, it
1: down. I do like that idea, but the issue is I don't own many bold shirts. Um, <laughs> It's yeah. – whenever you look through my closet, it's a lot of uh, solids – and a lot of them are
0: blue or, or
1: brown, or brown. So I'd, I, I, I have. I mean, I do like wearing like my Boulder shirts. So I have that like uh, that like 40s or 50s silk Western shirt. Um, I have my like Grooven High shirt and a couple other you know random whatever's like Madras or uh, yeah like plaid button downs. Um. I do like wearing them, and if I had more bold shirts, I probably would do that more.
0: Yeah, I know. Like, I like whenever I wear my Groovin High shirt, I love wearing it with the DB because I feel like it just makes sense. Like, I feel like an SB, it's like you're not playing into it as much, mm-hmm. but the DB kind of helps. And you know, to your point, I think I've been wearing my DB out a lot. Like when I, if I'm gonna wear a sport coat out, it's been in the DB. Mm-hmm. I don't think maybe it's because it's it's newer compared to the other stuff in my closet that I've had for such a longer time um like you know like my tweed sacks or like you know like, like i mean i did have a whole summer of me wearing like that hounds houndstooth wool silk linen jacket a lot but the db whether it's my 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 brass button one my navy crisper that i'm going to be wearing today mm-hmm. or the brown crisper that i just got that's fucking awesome like i there's just something about it that just works with like everything that i want to do and i think other people can kind of get it so i kind of play into that as well you know it just it just makes more sense to, to wear it when you're going out yeah um and uh yeah it's just it's it's if you're going to be wearing suits or tailoring and you don't want to look corporate if that's not what your goal is it's kind of easy to do it with a db which is why like when stofa right made their their first like suit suit right yeah. it was it was like a play on the db it wasn't like a proper one it had like like an ulster uh an Ulster lapel. Like it wasn't like a peak. It was just like the kind of like, like ones mm-hmm. you see on like an Ulster overcoat or like a pea coat kind of a thing on like a four on two. And then yeah. No made of like a peach cotton. Yeah. Well, no breast pocket, just two patch yeah. pockets. Um And then they do it, they do it that way. Um I think it kind of makes sense. Like their idea of like what this suit, this like not a corporate, you know, matching pair. I think that's what it is. Cause I feel like nowadays when guys are wearing suits, uh, or when designers are doing it, it's either the work suit done in like kind of like a fun fabric, like a like a chore blazer or whatever, yeah. or it's a DB and it's kind of like like Noah, right? Like they have they made a DB suit, right? Same thing. There's no fucking breast pocket, but that I think people can kind of get this idea where like you know what we don't want to wear like the default. We want to wear, you know, the fun version of it, and that's why I think you know even like Anglo Italian, right? Like they have like that weird curve to that lapel you know that that weird like thing that comes down like kind of like a kind of looks like a shawl combined with like a like a peak lapel um and so because of like that kind of energy surrounding the way the db works i mean you even have like the gucci like there's like a gucci or a prada db where a guys wearing it with like a with like an a-line tank and like the trucker hat it's funny that 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 fashion right now is kind of coming back this idea of the db as like the fun suit i just wish that they would
1: actually leave the breast pocket on I think maybe maybe this is like like a uh, I don't know, this is going to make me sound boring. But most of the time, uh, if you're doing like a take on like, oh, this is a fun take on a on a work jacket or a fun take on a on a double breasted jacket, I'd rather just do the original. Well, (laughs) Um, I, 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 I never I'm not one who enjoys who like looks for like fun takes on like on stuff.
0: Yeah, I like I, mean, I like
1: taking an original and doing my own fun take with it, but <laughs> Well I mean yeah, yeah, we're
0: talking about doing our fun take uh by styling it, not by designing exactly, it. Exactly, yeah. That's kind of yeah, that's kind of where it's at. Um But yeah, I uh I don't know, like the breast pocket is kind of important. I mean I like breast pockets in general. We'll probably have a we'll have a whole episode on the breast <laughs> yeah. pocket or something or po- or episode on pocket spurs maybe, you know. Just an episode, I've been, I think
1: we- we could do an episode on pocket squares and an episode on pockets.
0: That's right. I mean, Hey, you know, like you pointed out recently too, we're like, Oh, I'm not wearing a pocket squares a lot lately. You yeah. Know? I'm kind of just rocking it out there. Um, but you know, even, even when I'm wearing it casually, I do like the idea of wearing it with like the Esquire man away, striped shirt, foulard tie, you know, I think, Again, whenever I wear the DB, I feel like it gives me permission to be bold. Mm. Not just because the jacket is bold, but because it's like I can again, like I said earlier with like the, with the bold shirts, I can close it up easily, you know. So like, I have like this red plaid shirt, uh like OCBD, which is kind of fun to wear with like SBs. But I feel like when I wear it with an SB, I feel like a little too Christmasy. But when I wear it with a DB, it feels a little bit more sporty. But like I'm calming it down because you can't see all of the all of the plaid shirt, you know. All yeah. you see it with is like the collar area, so I, I kind of like that. And if we're talking about shirts, I mean the spearpoint collar like works really well with the DB. I mean, like the lines of the collar kind of mm-hmm. follow the lines of the uh, of the overlapping lapels, you know. It's perfect. It's, it's meant for it's each designed other. Designed for it, you know. This hole was designed for me. You should read that <laughs> horror story. Read it. You should, oh, you can. You can read it, it but you can also look at it. Yeah, it's a manga. Um, but yeah, you, you talked about your your DBs. Yeah. Um, would you? So you want? Do you want to get them? You want to get one made? You should get I'm like wanna, an
1: Atelier Fugue. One. I would love to get one an Atelier Fugue one. Uh, but yeah, let me. So I'll run through mine really quick, just because I only have two. But I have one that comes from a full suit. Uh, so it's a suit that I mostly I mostly just wear the the um jacket by itself. Um, yeah. But I do have the pants, but that is, I'm, I just based on the details, it's, I'm assuming it's either like a costume costume suit or like just a wartime fabric ration suit because okay. it, uh, because, uh, the pants don't have any cuffs or pleats, which you would, you know, normally see, uh, in the forties, um, they're the, it's like a really simple, like sleeve construction. You know how most. Most of the time with like jacket sleeves, you know, even if it doesn't have functioning buttons, it's still kind of constructed that way. It has the overlapping, whatever. I'm yes, not a tailor. Yes. I don't know how to describe any of this, but the, <laughs> the the jacket that I have just has like tube sleeves. It's just like a tube um, with the buttons just kind of like sewn on the side. Okay. Um, yeah.
0: That, that does sound like a costume. Or and a, then yeah, like or I, and like thing. I said,
1: it has like softer shoulders than a lot of other stuff. So there's not, there's not too much padding. Um, yeah which I really like. And then it's got like kind of a patriotic, like red and blue stripe, um, which also seems very like wartime. Oh, it's like a
0: multi-stripe kind of a thing. Exactly.
1: Yeah, yeah it's pretty subtle, but it's, you. I mean, you could see it in photos and I don't, I used to be like more weird. It's like, oh, I don't want to wear a striped jacket, you know, as a separate, but I don't really care anymore. I think it looks cool. Um, and then my other one, which I also like is, I just, that's one of the coolest things I think I own. Um, is like a '30s, like you know, mid to late '30s uh, double-breasted uh, jacket in a like really, really wide uh, herringbone, and I just love that. I have a single-breasted suit in a not as wide herringbone, but similar, um, similar like you know '30s like tweed thing, and I just really love the the pattern of it. I think. Like it fits really well. Like that wide herringbone fits really well with a lot of the workwear and Western stuff in my wardrobe. Um, it has really, that feels really like outerwear right there. You know Exactly. Like a, like a herringbone and jacket. Yeah. And it has a really great, like, uh, like a really great, I mean, you don't really see this if you're wearing it, but like a really nice kind of like peach or like salmon, whatever, like silk lining. That's just, I think such a great contrast to like the, the gray, the gray. Yeah, exactly. Uh and yeah, really dramatic lapels. And I just like like I said, it's like a really heavy fabric, so it's hard to wear in Southern California, but it drapes really well. And I just love that thing. Uh and you know, maybe maybe what I would do is if I got a jacket caught if I got a double breasted jacket made I would take like the pels from the herringbone one, but the like the overall like structure and shoulders. From yeah, I got navy a Frankenstein. This, exactly. Uh, this yeah.
0: I mean, that's the, that's the whole joy of menswear with custom mm. menswear.
1: But like I said, I want more like I want the Navy with the brass buttons. I really want a white one. I know that like the Ralph Lauren polo uh, one pops up on eBay every once in a while. And I think I've missed out on like maybe one or two in my size, but usually yeah. they're not my size. Um, but if any of you sees that particular polo Ralph Lauren white double-breasted jacket with patch pockets, sometimes it has a fancy back, sometimes it doesn't.
0: Please, did I tell you, way. Young Chomsky is selling his, but it's too small for him. Uh,
1: okay, so it's probably not going to fit me,
0: but it might in my fit me okay and it's it's because uh you know i have the palm beach one um but before before i go into mine i mean maybe talk really quick about your preferences here so you wrote yeah you you like structure on on yeah yeah
1: i don't like i don't like a super soft or like like i said shapeless it's okay (laughs) um shapeless double-breasted jacket just because again i think the appeal from the double-breasted jacket kind of comes from the the structure like the, the the padded out like shoulders and chest not necessarily like huge but like even even my double my navy double-breasted one like i said it's not a completely yeah. soft shoulder but a natural shoulder and it still kind of kind of has some like drape in the chest which gives you the really great like wasp waist like uh suppressed figure um which yeah. i think looks really good when you're wearing it open or closed because you still with those jackets you still definitely get the waist suppression even when it's worn open um yep. I like the really wide lapels, uh, with like, you know, like, uh, horizontal peaks or like a fish mouth lapel, which my, uh, herringbone one has. Um, and then, yeah, like, like I said, like other details that you see a lot on, on vintage jackets, just like the wide set buttons, swelled edges, stuff like that. Um, but yeah, no narrow lapels, especially. I think the lapels are the most important thing for me with double breasted jackets.
0: Right. I mean, it's kind of, it's kind of like relative, right? Cause like, I don't like the really skinny ones, but I do kind of like the sixties ones, like mm-hmm. the Newport one. And especially like the early thirties sports her ones where like, it doesn't go like, they're still horizontal, but they don't go super wide. You yeah. Know? Like I'm reminded of my, I mean, I've owned. So for me, I've owned a lot of oh. DBs. Cause again, I love, I love them so much. I, I would buy, I had to stop myself from buying like the odd jackets. Cause it was like, again, like Spencer said, it was early on. It's hard to be like, Oh, striped odd jackets kind of weird especially mm-hmm. like you know if you had like like my, my my i never had a plain navy suit uh even vintage like it was always like it had like a weird shadow stripe to it so i was like oh i can't wear a brown pinstripe jacket with blue stripe pants you know i probably still wouldn't today yeah but it doesn't it's something i do keep in mind um but yeah like spencer i think i like not structure by like shape to my dbs but again it's cheated like i like it to be full but relative like again proportional so again i just i make the chest big and the and the hips big but then you make the waist small like that's just kind of how it works i do love mm. a wide shoulder on it i could give or take structure on that but i definitely like softer stuff just because i have kind of you know like i don't i my thing is i have a figure and so for me, for my figure to feel constrained into a garment that has a figure feels odd to me. So I like mm-hmm. it to be a little bit shapeless because I, I like to move around. Um, I And the thing is, you know, it sounds like, oh, I like shapeless clothing. But I feel like when you look at it, you can like I don't look shapeless in it. You know what I'm saying? You can see my body. Um, but that's kind, of, that's kind of me. Yeah. Um, I do again, like I said, like the lapels, uh, they can be not that super skinny, but I don't mind it if they're not like fucking runaway giant lapels. I don't really mind that. I do think again for, you know, um, I do like the pol- like the old Polo RL ones that are really nice the horizontal ones. Yeah, um, I do like the Newport ones as well. But yeah, for me, I also like a longer length in my jackets, which I did talk about in, in the proportion article. I know we said that they don't have to be as long as SBs, which is true, but for me that's like at most half an inch. And I because I I kind of want them to be not too marketably different. And because mm-hmm. I wear them I want to wear them closed and open, they they just have to be the right length. As in you can't see my you, you can't see my crotch at all. Yeah. I don't like seeing my crotch. No my one see my closed. crotch! um but i've yeah i've owned a lot of them over the years i had like a gray uh, i'll have a picture of it uh for my um you remember my my feature on articles of style i wore my gray belt back that i think i sold to a vintage guy oh you know what
1: really quick you know what one i really wish i still had what i really wish i still had that flannel 70s pinstripe one
0: i remember that one but you made you tapered the pants too much i think or something like
1: that right probably but i don't know maybe i could fix that but that was that was uh I I, I want to wear that like casually. I want to wear a gray pinstripe suit casually, really bad.
0: Uh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've uh, I've had i had that gray belt back one. I've had a lot of odd jackets. I think Andy still owns some of my odd jackets, my vintage ones. Um, but my first modern one was like this suit supply one, and I remember this. It was like 2013. I knew I knew what I wanted from it, and uh, and by that I mean I knew I wanted wide lapels and wide set buttons. Mm -hmm. and i ended up buying two from um suit supply back in 2013 before they got all i mean i guess they weren't i guess they could have been sexy back then too i don't know but i got a brown i got a a blue cotton linen yeah so it had like a heathered effect to it and then i got a khaki db which was actually a sick um six on two but Mm -hmm. it was the buttons were done vertically like they didn't have like the the i guess the nipple buttons weren't splayed out like normal which something you also gotta pay attention to that because you don't like some cheap dbs you see on like ebay or whatever the nipple buttons are way too far like yeah. they just they just the angles just off
1: you need to be careful with that
0: yeah um but my issue with with dbs and i think um, i'm sure spencer is running through this now where because they're vintage and they're heavy you can't wear them in spring summer and so i think for me as i you know i got more comfortable being in la you know i just didn't wear my dbs because of how hot they were so like i got rid of like my 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 shadow stripe db i got rid of the belt back one um and i also got rid of the um the brown the the sorry the navy blue flannel db the one that was still really good cool. that that stuck with me through the pandemic because I still wore it a little bit but I ended up getting rid of it because I just didn't wear it as much. Mm. Um because it's just too heavy. I want something I can wear all the time. And so uh my first ever uh navy DB in a modern fabric was a ring jacket. The ring jacket blazer and balloon with the brass buttons which was really great. I love that thing. Um I think it's my second ever ring jacket purchase second or third Mm -hmm. only and i only have like four so it's not that the there's not too many of them in there but um that was like yeah the one of the first like modern ones that i got that wasn't like the sleep supply ones and i i love that thing i i wear it i wore that literally like that's like one of the things of the pandemic i wore that a lot spencer said there's a whole article and it's a whole episode on the blazer and i talk about how much i love it but that was my always my issue right like i i think i ended up buying the uh, the green uh, Hopsack DB, also from Ring Jacket, as that's well right. from Drop ninety three, which was great. um And then I also got a um a green DB from Atelier Fugue in the cotton one, which looks kind of like thirty sportswear. I got it with flapped patch pockets and a and a breast um, a patch breast pocket four on two with swelled edges. Really love that thing. um And that's cotton, which is cool because it's like I want it to be like you know thirty sportswear, but the first ever like. The thing I've always wanted, the blue D B suit in a summer appropriate fabric came from Hall Madden, and I mm. love that shit. I I mean, again, Spencer Cena too. I wear that suit all the time. I'm sure people on Instagram see that all the time. Um, there's just something about like the full cut of pants going into like a very nicely shaped jacket, you yeah. know, that again evokes that idea of like those Esquire Man illustrations. Um cary grant stuff the the jimmy stewart just i mean not try, not that i'm trying to dress like them but like it's the vibe is is just there like where it, the db again is like simultaneously slouchy and dramatic and powerful all at the same time that you could probably get from like a, a nice single breasted stuff uh single breasted suit too but there's just something about the suit where it's just so good and where i think you know db odd jackets are great you know i still wear them a lot but when you wear it with a tie, I think the DB looks best, like, with the full suit. Yeah. You know, like, it's just so good. I'm so glad I got I got it with the, um, with the blue DB. And then, you know, fast forward, like, three months later, when I saved up another, you know, saved up some money again, got it in brown, like, which is, like, the ultimate thing of, like, it's, like, a powerful, dramatic, slouchy garment, but in a casual color, which was really great. And I loved it there. And uh, as I'm saying this, I did place an order for another one. <laughs> um, well, with the telly or fugue, because it's a cotton one, so it wasn't as expensive as yeah. Hall Madden, but I'm getting a khaki DB. That's right. Which is something I've I've also wanted. Um and of course I do have the Palm Beach. I have the Palm Beach white one that I just don't wear. And I should, I should honestly wear that thing more often because it's awesome. You should, it's beautiful. Um, I should wear it like casually too. Yeah. It's just one of those things where Palm Beach uh is a is a very uh delicate fabric that I don't want to get damaged and because it's rare and uh I mean it's like at this point i've sunk the money into it right like it's either i'm gonna get pennies back because no one really is into vintage buying buying vintage suits as much as as they used to Mm -hmm. um and if you damage palm beach or stain it then the value immediately goes down so um but yeah i also have the uh, i have two i have the the palm beach db suit and then i have a one of my first ever vintage purchases like i said i mentioned earlier at the top here um is the the palm beach db odd jacket that i got mm-hmm. from benny that is i'm pretty sure that's kind of stained and the, the collar is kind of torn there's probably like some holes somewhere but i love that thing to me that was like again one of the first ones i got that was kind of summer appropriate and um kind of like cotton so you can kind of i mean that one i can kind of beat up because it's just so it's just so great and um, so timid
1: you could do whatever you want to it you could just beat that thing up and it will give you uh it's lunch money
0: that's right, yeah. What about yeah. What, what a fucking sniveling worm? You know what I'm saying? Like he's just so like pathetic. A little... Yeah. <laughs> did you did you listen to the comedy bang bang episode with that? With the, uh... <laughs> no. Oh, you don't know that? I'll no, I don't about, know about the sniveling which... sniveling worm. Yeah, uh, really quick, um,
1: how do how do you feel about like patterned double breasted jackets? Like not just Ooh, like striped I... ones, but like plaid.
0: Good. Good like thing Czech. to bring up right before we close here. Yeah. I'm. <sighs> I go back and forth. I think you mm-hmm. you know it's like one of those things where like I like again to me the somber idea of like one solid color overlapping fabric it's just so cool. The pinstripe one like it, it depends on the aesthetic right. So the pinstripe plays into like the kind of gangster or like finance mm. aesthetic, but plaid I'm like uh, I'm not Mordecai. I'm not Johnny yeah. Depp and Mordecai here. Yeah, I fucking, saw you know saw a
1: picture of like a it's like an old photo from the '40s, but uh, someone wearing like a brown tweed double breasted like plaid jacket. And even listen, not every not every old photo, not every vintage inspiration photo is good. But <laughs> I was looking at that and I'm like, man, I in theory that might work, but I don't I don't like it. Um I do really like uh Prince of Wales check.
0: That's true. Like I was say yeah. in like a gray or like a tannish brown, I feel mm-hmm. like that's kind of cool. Yeah. You know? Like I mean, it's like in general, like, I mean, we don't really wear patterned single-breasted suits, mm-hmm. but if it's done tastefully, you know, I think it'd be fine. I think like, like a brown houndstooth, like a dark brown houndstooth would be kind of cool or like a yeah. a gray houndstooth as well. I know well I've seen houndstooth
1: nice. ones in like the thirties and forties that look pretty good.
0: Yeah. 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 I mean, again, but for me, I'd rather go bold in color and like a solid color than I would before I would go pattern i mean i would own i mean i would eventually own both if i had unlimited money but i for me i would like i'd rather have like a, you know a solid brown blue solid gray like i think like even like a lavender db would be kind of sick but like it would be solid like i wouldn't do like a lavender check you know what mm. i mean you can't you can't get too too crazy with it yeah um but yeah i mean if you guys really want to get into this i mean like you know watch old movies i think that's kind of one of the best ways but Absolutely. like illustrations old photos like you see, I mean, guys are wearing them open too. Like, I know this. We had this idea at the top, right? Where like, oh, it's so corporate, it's so formal. But like, guys just kind of wore it back then. Yeah, I mean, they were—that's I mean, how they did everything. But like, with the DB specifically,
1: I mean, we said that it's—we said that it's like oh, the double-breasted jacket kind of like sets you apart. But I've been watching a lot of like Criterion and HBO have a bunch of like, ah, pre-code yes. pre-code comedies right now, so that is like pre nineteen thirty four um and man like guys in the late 20s and early 30s could not get enough of double-breasted jackets it's like you can go through the movie and like count on one hand the number of characters the number of like men in the movie who are not wearing double-breasted jackets (laughs) um but it seems like it seems like yeah back then it was just like that was just like the suit that he wore that was like what was in style everyone wore them
0: yeah i mean it's kind of sad that nowadays you know, it, it, people perceive it to be a little bit too extra, but I think, you know, the tides are changing, mm-hmm. you know, even on Reddit, like Puma Turtle, uh, who Spencer met. Um, it's, you know, uh, he's yeah. um, he wears a lot of the the uh, the Drake's DBs. I mean, I remember when Drake's made when Drake started making DBs. I think it looks really cool. The games jacket's really awesome. If you want like a, a casual take that looks kind of like, you know, a DBs take on work or workwear, take on a DB, you know, with like the kind of heavy stitching and the big pockets. I think it looks really good. Um, I think Anglo. I mean, Jake Grantham is a good is a good example of like you know the somber DBs. You know, the Armory just came out. I mean, not, not not it came out at the time of recording, but like the Model Sixteen, which looks very thirty sportswear, big patch pockets, four on two, no vent, which whatever. Mm-hmm. But you know, um, but yeah, I mean, they 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 look really good. Um, B and Taylor one of the best uh yeah. DBs out there you know that looks really good like the lapels look like 30s 40s or even like polo um you also have uh sartoria del cuore through bryce lens has a really good db but all, all these guys i mean all the big menswear guys wear dbs and i think you know it's just it's just proof that you know you don't have to put it into one category right like mm. i think that's what that's kind of the theme of how you and i wear it spencer we're like i mean at least when you look at both of us, like you have, I can wear it in like the yuppie way. I can wear it in the Square Man way. I wear it with like the Armani way, with like the casual knitwear. And then you've got it with like jeans and stuff. I mean, John and I wear it with like our raw hems and cowboy boots and and, and Chelsea boots and rayon shirts. You know, I'm wearing a DB today. Not Spencer knows I'm lying, but uh, (laughs) because you can see me, but I will be wearing it today with like a pair of like fun pants. I mean, during the summer, I wear it with like easy pants because it's like, there's just something about this damn garment that just makes you feel so good, so cool, and it looks cool too. Mm-hmm. Even when you're wearing it with, like, I mean, I've worn mine with sweatpants, with drawstring pants. I, you know, I've worn it with like shorts, also. Like, it just, it's like, it just goes with everything and retains like the feeling of like whatever you put on with it. Like, again, it can feel as easy as like a chore coat. Yeah, but it's not that. It has the drama of a peacoat, but it's not that, you know. Mm. It's just if you have if you haven't been sold on it, then you're a fucking loser. Get with the fucking times. Yeah. The time, the time of the DB <laughs> is upon is us. now is is upon us. Yeah. That's that's the title of the episode right there. It took us yeah. an hour and ten minutes to come up with the title, but we got it, and, there and it that's goes. why we get paid the big big bucks. Speaking of, that's right. Speaking Patreon. of guys, we are. We love you guys. Thank you for supporting us, you know. Again, this is like what our our start of our our third year of viewing the Patreon. Yeah, we started this in 2020, so Damn. I mean, well, it's 20 it's, it's third year in terms of 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 years, but I think it's like our second, second full year. year. Yeah. Yes. Um but we appreciate you guys for joining us. Again, we wouldn't ha- this wouldn't be possible without all of you guys um you know, not just con- contributing money, but like the discussions in our our Patreon are always really great. Um there's a lot of DB talk there and, and we'll, we'll talk with them again if you guys are on twitch.tv/ down direction you can talk with us more some extended DB commentary on our uh, our Thursday streams
1: mm-hmm.
0: um but yeah go to patreon.com down direction access to our discord access to our our library of bonus episodes which talk about movies and pop calls or stuff we don't get time for for the main feed here um we also have our our sadcast fanatics our top tiers um, that uh, give us a little bit extra and we thank them. That's all that's all they get. And that's enough that's for them. Uh but thank you to Austin lot Shane Curry, Philip Regard, Jared Colian, and Henrik Wilberg. We appreciate you guys for being top tier patrons. Um follow us on Instagram, follow Sound Direction. We post uh some fun uh images there. Mm-hmm. Uh, follow me at Ethan M Wong. I'm Spencer DSO. And thank you to MJ for producing the podcast. Uh we're on all we're we're everywhere. Look around, we're right behind you.
1: Oh man. That's, that's right. How did how did I get here? <laughs>
0: It's the multiverse. I think at this point, did the multiverse of madness open? I think it did. So yeah, we, we opened the multiverse of madness. Yeah. I'm looking up right now. Multiverse of madness release date. Let's see if, let's see if I was right here. Oh shit. May 6th. Yeah. So as of now, we're everywhere, baby. Yeah. This, this episode we'll, uh, this is it. The multiverse of DBs. How about the DB of madness? How about the DB of madness? How about the multiverse
1: of madness? the badness the
0: baby yeah the baby (laughs) the multiverse of the baby i don't want to live in that world actually neither do i pull me out we'll see you guys in the next one bye-bye bye-bye